Well, welcome to your Friday, and for all you moms out there, special weekend knocking at the door. It's Mother's Day weekend, and it also means it's time for another edition of the Speaking For Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt, alongside the host of the program, Mr. Andrew Gomison. Yeah, and I'm I'm wishing you a happy Mother's Day uh, on this Friday. I hope that all of you out here, out there who have mothers, uh, have gotten your Mother's Day shopping done. If you don't, you have approximately 48 hours uh, <laughs> no to pressure. do that. Um, give or take whenever you listen to this podcast. If you're listening the Monday after, um, you're a little out of luck, but I'm sure late gifts will be accepted. Um, <laughs> I was just talking to Adam off mic a few minutes ago, and we were realizing that this is our third Mother's Day podcast. So we've been at this for a while, and I hope that what we have to share with you today is uh, fresh and that you enjoy it, that it's an encouragement to you. And so we're going to uh, dig right in. And first, let's go to Adam for a quote of the day. Our Mother's Day show quote says, I cannot tell you how much I owe to the solemn word of my good mother. That's from Charles Haddon Spurgeon. And Charles Spurgeon is one of my favorite uh, Protestant preachers. He is uh, called by some the Prince of Preachers. And uh, he's just very good at, or he was very good at what he's what he did. Uh, he's with the Lord now for many, many, many years, but his wisdom lives on through his quotes. And actually, I don't know if he wrote them down or somebody else compiled them, but somebody was gracious enough to write down most of his sermons. And so they are in printed form. And there are about three ministries that actually read them dramatically and put them on the web on a website called sermonaudio.com. So we haven't had a resource of the day for a while, so that's just a freebie that I'm throwing in at the beginning of the show, and we will have the link on the blog as well for this episode. And so make sure that you look for our Mother's Day uh, 2015 episode, um, and um, then you'll be able to find that and get the resource of that link. So uh, right now... I just want to say that I can relate to this quote um, because my mother has been very influential uh, in my life. Matter of fact, she is a big reason why we're doing the podcast because she's the one that said, Andrew, you should call the local Christian radio stations and see if they can get you on the air to talk about your ministry. And then being on the air for a little while led to the opportunity to do this podcast. And I think Adam can say something similar. When you were looking for what to do next, wasn't it partially out of conversations with your mother that led you here? Yeah. She said, call around to Christian radio stations in the area, see if they're offering internships or if anything is available. And, you know, of course, when you're 18, you're like, I'm not going to talk about it. But I look back now, and uh, she sure did. She always did. And, yeah, that was kind of the start of the journey in radio for me. And now you're a morning show host. Yeah. Who would have – I got to give any sponsorship and credit to mom (laughs) for the show. (laughs) All right. Well, um, I will let Adam give a more detailed tribute at the end of the show. But, yeah, you can tell uh, just for both of us how important our mothers have been to us. Mm -hmm. And we're going to look at some characteristics of mothers. Um, and actually, um, I was going to uh, have uh, 
Adam read the verses, and I was going to talk about the characteristics specifically, but I think we're just going to take turns doing a characteristic and a verse. So, Adam, why don't you start us out with what we have for the letter M? Okay. Mothers are multitaskers. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. She is like the merchant ships. She bringeth her food from afar. It's Proverbs 31, verses 13 through 14. And isn't that the truth? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> if, you, if you uh, sat down and took a piece of paper and wrote down all the stuff your mother did for you growing up and probably still does for you, even though you have your own place, it would probably fill up a lot more than just one piece of paper, huh? <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's enough paper in the world to write down everything my mom did today. And, of course, especially since after being uh, – an only child for 14 years. Then you got three brothers that were born very close proximity to each other. So she's still busy and still has her hands full. Yes. But I also know she really enjoys it. So shout out to Adam's mom and also to my mom. My mom, uh, between coordinating transportation for different things, including getting me to the studio on a regular basis to do this podcast and packing people's lunches and making sure the people that are at home eat lunch and making all the doctor's appointments and things like that. Just, I don't know what I would do without my mom. She's definitely a multitasker and we definitely want to honor that about moms. Uh, dads try, but I don't think they're quite as equipped to multitask the way moms do moms mm -hmm. do. So, um, we, we want to thank you. For being those multitaskers. Mothers are observant. And this kind of goes back to what Adam and I were talking about with us trying to get into radio and get opportunities. Mothers know what we like, what we're interested in, and they have ideas on how to get us involved in those things. Even if we think they're crazy or a long shot. I've talked about this on the podcast before, too, but I'm just going to throw it in here. When I contacted WJQ, it just so happened. Well, it didn't just so happen because I think God had a hand in it that Chris uh, Danielson, who was one of the morning people at that time, was planning uh, a segment where different ministry leaders would come in and do devotions. I had no idea that that's what he was planning. Mm -hmm. um, and but. My email came to him right about the time he was putting it into practice. So I was one of the first devotionators, as we were called, on that show. And out of that grew my relationship with the management here at WJQ. And um, because of that and because of my courage in going to uh, Mr. Lanzer, who I greatly respect and thank for this opportunity, um, the podcast was born and of course meeting Adam on the J.R. Pittman show. So the way things go together is just a God thing. And it was because my mom was observant and able to see uh, what might work to get me more opportunities. You have any thoughts on this particular point? Oh, absolutely. You know, moms know you better than you know yourself. That's how observant they are. They are. Cause I, I can't tell you how many times thinking back that my mom would say something or give me advice about something. And I was like, did I even ask a question or did you just knew that <laughs> you knew that at the top of your head? Moms are, are so observant and uh, mama certainly doesn't raise no fool. If I may say that, cause she, she knows she always knows. All right. We have M 
for multitaskers, O for observant. Adam, what is our T? Mothers are tender. And it says here, and the king said, bring me a sword. And they brought a sword before the king. And the king said, divide the living child in two and give half to the one and half to the other. Then spake the woman whose the living child was unto the king for her bowels yearned upon her son. And she said, oh, my Lord, give her the living child and in no wise slay it. But the other said, let it be neither mine nor thine, but decide it. And this is Second Kings 3 verses uh, 3 through 24, the end of it here, where it says, The king answered and said, Give her the living child, and in no wise slay it. She is the mother thereof. All right, and so this this story that we're referring to in this verse is talking about King Solomon, two women. Uh, they lived together. I think they were a women of ill repute, but they both had children. One died in the night um, when he was with his mother, and so the the mother of the dead child took the living child and placed the dead child in the arms of the mother with a living child. And she didn't want the, the right mother to have the baby because she didn't have a baby anymore. So she's like, just cut it up. And Solomon being wise brought a sword and threatened to cut up the baby knowing he wasn't going to, but that was his way of knowing who the real mother was because the real mother didn't want any harm to come to the child. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that in my mom. You know, this is another thing that fathers try about. And there is tenderness in my father. My father is a very good man. Uh, but when I really need tenderness, when my heart is breaking, when I'm frustrated, it's generally my mom that I go to because she has that tenderness. She She's in my corner She's one of my biggest fans, and so um, just reflecting on tenderness, that's definitely a mom trait, big time. Any thoughts? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know, moms are the ones you go to, and I can say this even from my own experience, that there's there's always that, that tenderness. Even if you're 40, <laughs> your mom still has that tenderness for you. And, and helps you through life. And, and dads, we, we give props to you too, of course, but there is there is a special tenderness about mothers that just it can't be beat. And in case you were wondering, Adam is not 40. And, <laughs> no. And for the record, neither am I. Yeah, right. That's still a ways into the future, my friend. But we so. know when we are that our moms will still be tender. So <laughs> yeah, that's yes, the good news. Yes, we do know that. I yeah. just had to throw that in there just in case anybody got the wrong idea. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, so... Uh, our H is hospitable. Um, and this verse says, and he arose out of the synagogue and entered into Simon's house. And Simon's wife's mother was taken with a great fever and they besought him for her. And he stood over her and rebuked the fever and it left her. And immediately she arose and ministered unto them. Now, this is talking about Simon Peter's wife's mother. So we know that Simon Peter was married. And um, I just really like this passage because first she's on the point of death. Then Jesus heals her and she ministered to him, mm-hmm. which probably involves making a, I would imagine, I like to imagine anyway, because I like food, that <laughs> it imagines preparing a, a great meal for Jesus and his followers. So, um, you know, I, I, we did a, I did a narrative of Peter and I kind of talk a little bit about that story in that 
If you want to go back uh, to the archives and find our very first Good Friday episode, that will be there. And actually, it was just posted up on the blog a matter of weeks ago. So you can go back and listen to that. And uh, But I always liked this story because it showed someone who Jesus healed actually doing something out of gratitude for what he did. And I, I've seen my mom exercise this as well. She loves uh, having people over. Uh, she loves talking to them. Um, my, one of my dad's favorite jokes is, because uh, there's a joke that says, I would have been done earlier, but no one would stop listening to me. <laughs> so when my, when my dad's waiting for my mom, often he'll say, they haven't stopped listening to her yet, so she's still talking. <laughs> but she's very open to others. She loves to help others, and so I definitely see hospitality um, in my mother. Uh, do you have any thoughts, Adam? Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. My mom, I, I don't know how, how she doesn't have a, a restaurant, hotel, and uh, valet service all at the same time going on because she's so hospitable. <laughs> Even times... Um, when it's just been a couple years ago, I'm grown up. I got a beard, and you know, <laughs> my mom is still making me chicken noodle soup if I'm down sick or something, and, and helping out. So that hospitable love that mothers have, it, it, it's it's always going. It never stops, which is a good thing. All right, um, all right. We have M O T H. Adam, what is our E? All right, by vowel E is. Mothers are early risers. Boys, this one ring true. It says, see her, she riseth also while it was yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. It's Proverbs 31, 15. And Andrew, I don't know if you ever heard this before, but a lot of times moms are are um, compared to New York City, the city that never sleeps. <laughs> That's pretty much moms in, in a nutshell. I know for my mom, she often rises at about 5 a.m. so that she can get um, my dad off to work, get him breakfast, have devotions with him, pray with him, and then get him off to work. Um, and then she basically, sometimes she'll go back to rest for a little bit, but often she goes right into whatever the tasks of the day are and tries to get us on the ball. Like, I always take my morning nap between the time my dad leaves and the time that my brother gets me up in the morning. <laughs> but my mom often doesn't get the luxury of that. She's a hard worker, and if she does take an afternoon nap, it's because she earned it. Mm -hmm. She's working all the time. And so I, I uh, chuckle when people refer to homeschooling moms as if that's the only thing they can do. Or, or stay-at-home moms as if that's the only thing they can do. Um, I have a lot of respect um, for those of you that have to work outside the home or that choose to work outside the home, but I'm here to tell you my mom works just as hard or harder than any other woman that I know, and she wouldn't have time for a job outside the home, even <laughs> if she wanted one. So... Wrapping up our acrostic of mother, mothers are respected by their children, especially godly mothers in godly homes. Mm -hmm. It says in Proverbs thirty-one twenty-eight, and we probably could have themed this whole 
podcast on Proverbs, 31 passages. Yeah. After I wrote this, I thought, well, you know, there's probably stuff that applies for each of these points in Proverbs 31. But this is what Proverbs 31, 28 says. Her children arise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. And that's one thing I'm really thankful for my dad about is that he um, raised me praising my mom. He showed me what it means to praise a wife, to take care of a wife, so that if the time comes when God gives me one, I will have a lot of things to put into practice that he's taught me. And like you said, there are times when we're teenagers and we think we know it all. Um, probably sometimes it's still in my thirties when I think I know it all. <laughs> and sometimes it's my mom that gets me back on the, the right path and she's patient with me and she's helped me so much. She really helped me a lot when I was struggling with my self-acceptance, um, back in the early nineties after my brother passed away. Um, so she, um, and that's one thing that. Obviously, I hope that the husbands in our audience give their wives times to recharge, but there's no built-in vacation for motherhood either. Uh, I was, I think I might have been talking to you a little bit about this as well as other things, about how even when we plan vacations, mothers end up working hard. Yeah. And yep. so even, even on quote-unquote vacation, uh, they don't necessarily get one. So that's just another reason, a bonus reason, if you will to be thankful for mothers. All right, well, I hope that you have enjoyed this acrostic about motherhood. Well, just to review, mothers are multitaskers, mothers are observant, mothers are tender, mothers are hospitable, mothers are early risers, and mothers are respected by their children. Um, I'm just going to share with you, uh, actually, Adam's going to read this to you. It's a tribute from one of my friends to his mother, I'm pretty sure his mother has passed on now, but he just uh, sent me a written tribute about what his mother meant to him. He says, my mom always had a mother's heart. She has nine kids, a huge amount of stuff to do every day, but her eyes were always keen to see which one or ones of us were most in need of her attention. Thank you, Lord, for placing me in just the right family with a perfect mother for us at just the right time. That's a mother shout out from Timothy Donahue. And I just wanted to end with this. I don't remember where I saw it exactly, but it's something like it goes something like this. It's impossible to be a perfect mother, but but with effort, every one of you can be a pretty good one. You know, one of the best things that mothers can do actually is to let their kids know that they're not perfect that they're trying mm -hmm. and so i just want to say to my mom thank you mom for making me contact uh wjq uh for making me contact right to life i could probably go through my whole employment history and thank my mom <laughs> for for what she's done and the opportunity she's given me and so i just want to say thank you to mom on this mother's day and I hope and pray that I've made you proud and that I will continue to have the opportunity to do so. Um, wherever I go, whatever I accomplish, it will be in large part because of you. So thank you so much, Mom. Adam, do you have anything to say to your mom? 
Oh, my goodness. I think we need four more podcasts <laughs> for all the thank yous. But, uh, Mom, I just want to say thank you for always being an encourager, for always believing in me, for helping me keep my track on God. Because, honestly, without you, I, I don't know where I would be. I really don't. Uh, probably somewhere where I shouldn't be. Um, thank you for always showing love, for tender caring, and most of all, just never giving up on me, on family when things get tough. So thank you, and I love you. All right. Well, with that, we will say to all mothers in our listening audience, we're so grateful for you. We hope that this podcast has been an encouragement. And if you can think of a mother that is not currently listening to the podcast, please share it with her. We really want to broaden our base, and we hopefully have some exciting things coming up as we continue to cruise through year three of the podcast. Can't believe that before the year is out, we will have done this for three years together. It's been fun. I'm excited to see uh, what will happen. And uh, before we go, I know this isn't quite related to Mother's Day, but I just wanted to put this out there that in about a month and a half, I will be, Lord willing, taking a trip to Nashville, Tennessee for a week to make some ministry connections. I don't say a whole lot about my financial needs or requests, but I just wanted to let you know that as of this recording, I am about $500 away from reaching my financial goal for taking this trip. I'm hoping to take a trip to the Nashville area to record one or two podcasts with different ministry people if I can swing it. And then I also am preaching at Smithville are in Smithville, Tennessee at Faith Baptist Church, Smithville, on Sunday, June 28th. So I just wanted to throw that in at the end of this podcast, and I hope and pray that you will keep me in prayer as things go on. Well, with that being said, I just want to encourage you to have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week, and until then, keep serving the best of masters. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him, alongside his co-host and executive producer, Adam McNutt. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at Speaking For Him. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review.